0: what's going on guys welcome to the outcrowd podcast everyone always told us our opinions didn't matter and as it turns out they were right what's going on not much no well
1: yeah. this week as you may or may not know i run a youtube channel called dot com slash schmulti and i have a fan discord for all the people that want to hop in and chat it's got a couple hundred people in there it's pretty cool it's a chill nice time and with discord you can apply for a partnership and they give you like access to vip servers custom url free hoodie shit like that got a free hoodie so i applied for shits and giggles and i actually got partnered just found out partnered with discord i feel like
0: so a real what does youtube that mean? man what does that mean Do they help you advertise um or?
1: basically what it is is just a bunch of benefits with discord like they give discord nitro which is like their premium type of service oh. and then access to vip servers custom url and just a bunch of cool shit like that what
0: does the night show do like uh quality wise or priority wise yeah i
1: think i think like you know everything you'd imagine a premium yeah. service would give right. but yeah it's pretty that's cool. badass so dude so you, i didn't did, expect that
2: you did find out how many you had because i was asking you the other day yeah
1: i had like i have like 330 or something right now you know growing see i thought you were
2: somewhere around 100 but that's significant yeah, no. for discord or um <sighs> yeah for discord
1: yeah f- yeah sweet that's cool man and then also, uh, I bought that Player Unknown Battlegrounds game that I thought I would fucking hate because I played H one Z one's Battle Royale, which is it's it's similar to it's basically what that game got its idea from. Yeah. But I feel like the mechanics are way shittier in that game, in the H one Z one. And Zach,
0: Zach got really mad at me this morning <laughs> for never never having heard of what is it? I just don't H1 understand Z1. how H1, you don't H1, know what H one Z one is. I never heard of it's it. It's all over the place. Dude, I'm a lifelong gamer, and I never heard it's, of it. It's. I
2: mean, YouTube. You can find it just by searching through games, and if you're ever on Twitch, it's always some of the top
0: streams. I watch Twitch too. I just must have <laughs> right over my head. Yeah, it's, uh, it's. It was, it was big. Money. It was really big. And all of a sudden, I've seen these battlegrounds videos. Um. Well, Stone Mountain sixty four is the guy that I usually watch, and he's been playing it lately, and. I was just yeah. like, what is this new game? I yeah. get a lot of comments telling me to play it too,
1: and I was always like, nah, I'm gonna hate it. And then my friend Baus Phoenix, who's also a YouTuber, was like, dude, get playing those battlegrounds. Yeah. And then I was like, fuck it, I guess I'll get it cuz I play with Baus all the time. So, we you know, we always have a good time, so I was like, fuck it, let's play. And then we got a group of four together and I laughed my ass off, man. Like I had a yeah. really
0: genuinely fun time. It was awesome. I just like I didn't I didn't I didn't know if it was like I mean, it was obviously a strategy-based game, but I didn't know if it was objective-based. I didn't know that it was like what a ninety-person server. Yeah, it's like ninety-two, like a hundred, I
1: think, somewhere in there. That's what it usually is, anyway. Hmm. It's a lot of people, and then you can hop in in teams of four or duos or one. Just hop in, find all the supplies you can, fucking murder everybody, try to be the last one alive. Sounds like a beautifully simple
0: game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like
1: we kept just playing another game and another game. It was like an addiction. It's super fun. It was a nice I, break from For Honor, too.
2: I was thinking about getting it, but I never got into H1Z when I knew what it was. I watched a lot on it. It's funny. If you find the right people, it's funny. And it looks yeah. interesting, but I just never fell into it. The one game I did try, and I think this is the reason why I don't feel like I'll enjoy it, is DayZ, which is a great concept, but it's the worst mistake I
0: ever made in purchasing. Daisy is yeah. like that book series that a very select few people read, and when you talk to them about it, they tell you how good it is. But it takes like a level of patience and dedication that most people just don't have. Mm-hmm. I I watched Daisy, I've watched you play it. I watched it online. The concept of it was awesome. Yeah. Who doesn't like a good zombie game? But it was way too slow, and you can every time you die, you like start from the beginning. That's just what that's not my kind of video game. Yeah,
2: and it's it's it was when I played it was horribly hard. Like. You needed water every, like, and I'm not talking about in-game. In-game is a different time. But when you're playing, it literally is every five minutes you needed water. Or, and, or food. Yeah, and every other, and then in the other five minutes you needed food. And then if it starts to rain, your guy gets wet and he's like, now I'm freezing. And it's just stupid. It's like, <laughs> you want to make it real, but they went, they went past ultra real. Well, you and, can die from all those things, too. Yeah, like, they, they they went cold and way past ultra real and just went to an... Stupidly real. Yeah, like
1: it's not even real. It's so. Yeah, it's... Old, like, you have to eat every five. Like, in real life, you don't need to fucking eat that much. No, you can you... go, like, three days without eating and be surviving.
2: Yeah, you can go almost three days without water and survive. Yeah,
1: exactly. But in that game, if you don't have water in 15 minutes, you fucking die. Like, you
2: fall to the ground and die. <laughs> yeah, and if it starts to rain and your guy gets cold, he'll die. Yeah. And then there's the zombies, which finding a gun in that game is very difficult that's one thing i do think h1z1 h1z1 and battlegrounds do right is no matter where you jump in and no matter where you are you can normally find a gun within the first what like 30 seconds or two minutes between that time you can find some type of gun to defend yourself and do things but in day z it's like you had to search three different villages to find a gun a pistol with two
0: bullets yeah Yeah. Can't, can't they break and, like, you have to fix them? Or... I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: I never got that far. I'd find a gun, yeah. no ammo, and then I'd be... My entire gameplay would be finding food, and then I'd run into someone and they'd kill me, or the zombies would corner me, and I'd just die of dehydration. So you suck at that game? It's stupid. Everybody, sucks, yeah. Everybody sucks at that game? Well, yeah, not really. You have
1: to be really into it to be good. But, it, well, yeah, that's the difference, is it's meant to be super realistic survival versus, like, Battlegrounds is just, like, Hunger Games. You hop in and there's weapons everywhere scattered, and you just find them and, like... You're almost guaranteed to find a pistol from what I've played, but like rifles are a little more rare, and then ammo isn't super common. But like I've had games where I hop in, find a scar, thirty bullets. Next to it is an M16, ninety oh. bullets, and I'm like, oh, this is a good run, baby, you know. But then my friends don't have as much good shit. But if yeah. if you keep looking, you can get pretty geared pretty quick. So then like... it's just difficult because you have to make sure you're inside
0: of the circle and not getting fucked. So that's the thing. There's there's like a game radius. It starts really big. And yeah. then as the round progresses, the radius that you're allowed to play in gets smaller and smaller and smaller yes. so that's, the, that's a good, uh, that's a good idea that's, whether' you're yeah, you're in playing, concept, it's yeah. fucking
2: brilliant yeah whether you're playing with a team duos or one like the area gets to the point where it's pretty small and literally if you're playing with like duos you and your friend and it's down to four people which means two teams, you're in an area that's so small that your only cover might be a bush or a tree <laughs> and there's nothing else it's just barren wasteland. And then there might yeah. be like a shack, but it's so small that you can see each other no matter where you are and it just makes it a fight instead of being like a huge world that you know
0: they could be on the other side of the world it seems like yeah. third person shooters are um kind of making a comeback like I know they were really big in like xbox original days like army of two and the splinter cell type stuff but then they kind of went away with like Call of Duty and Battlefield third yeah, person kind of took over and, and now i feel like third person third person shooters and competitive shooters like Competitive is huge are, yeah like, it's huge now like like it never was 3 years ago speaking of first person shooters though if you guys have any more thoughts on
1: battlegrounds no no so star wars battlefront 2 yeah just was uh the announced trailer was released looks Pretty good. Looks, yeah. yeah. I'm a little excited for that. Game, yeah. If I'm being a hundred percent, I saw
0: Darth Maul, and yeah, I was like, "Here's my sixty dollars." <laughs> like that's all I needed, to right? See. And then Yoda was fighting yeah. Darth Maul. Like the, that's
1: that's the coolest shit, man.
2: I the best thing about that is the demo. I played the demo for the one that came out with you know two years ago, or whatever 20. the first 15. one. Yeah, it was, mm. and I enjoyed it. Like the multiplayer, it was fun. It, you know, it's it made by Dice, so of course it's going to be fun. There was a lot of things. The reason why I didn't buy it was for the obvious reasons that everybody kind of complained about. You know, the, the way you got the power-ups and became a
0: Jedi and all that stuff was just stupid. They well, should've... the idea with that was, that, I mean, that's a pretty standard idea. Halo had it too, like power weapons, you go find it in the match. But see what happens, especially when it's, a, 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 I don't know, what it, what it was like 20 on 20 or, or 30 on 30 or whatever it was, you're going to have people just fighting over it, and the same two or three people are going to get it every single game. Exactly. That, that's one of the things that killed it for me. But, well, yeah, but what? You, but what you were saying was, it's in the original Battlefront. It was random. They mm-hmm. gave it to one person on the team, and I felt like that had made it more balanced and a little more fair. Yeah, I've never. I, I never really
1: looked at it as a competitive game either. Like, because with Halo, it works because like memorizing where the power weapons are is like a big part of
0: gameplay. It's a much smaller scale too.
1: Five. Yeah, and it is smaller scale. But then in Battlefront, like, you know how many people just play on to, or get on to play star wars they're just like a oh, star true. wars game fuck yeah and yeah. they're like 12 years old yeah and then everybody's like going hard finding the power-ups and they never get to play as luke you know what i mean that's that's stupid it should just be random because then some kid gets to play as luke and he has a good ass time or sometimes you get to play
2: as luke and you kick ass and it feels awesome yeah. instead Same, of just some idiot camping the fucking spawn it didn't work well in that game too because with halo it was still competitive because the power-ups you could still win without a power up. You know what I mean? Like the power ups were yeah. good for maybe two kills, but then if you were playing against people who knew what they were doing, you were dead. Yeah. But when you get these power ups in there you get, you know, the all these badass things and you get to be a Jedi and there is you know, there's all those different things and normally you can get like fifteen kills with that.
0: Oh yeah, it it's, just it's seems... almost like a, a game winner. Yeah. If the right person so, gets you know, to
2: the right person gets to be Luke and he never dies. He kills fifteen people and then and, you know, the other people will get into the AT And it's just annoying because it just, it wasn't balanced, so... Yeah, there was no balance. They need to, it just needs to be randomized, you know, randomly, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you see, oh, you're coming back in your next life as Darth Maul,
0: and you'd be like, holy shit. Well, hopefully they've taken all these things into consideration for the new one, and there's going to be a single-player campaign, Yeah, which I I was really excited about.
1: Yeah, I think they really have listened, because they did the single-player campaign, and from what I've heard, there's not going to be a season pass, which was a huge complaint. Everybody was saying they just basically held back content yeah. for a $40, or actually I think I it was think $50. I said it last week on the
0: podcast, man. I hate that. Yeah,
1: and, they, and they're not doing it this time, which I think is a brilliant decision. So, I don't know. Maybe they learned from their mistakes, and that's part of the reason I'm super excited. Because, like, in terms of looks and gameplay, Battlefront was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. But it was just lacking in content, and some of the systems they put in, like we were talking about, don't work.
2: But, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm really looking forward to this um, one. That's the thing with DICE, though, is for the last little while DICE has been reliable and they're good, you know, they're yeah. they're leagues above where Call of Duty and those guys are because DICE seems like they actually are doing the right thing and they do listen. You know, other people make the game for them. You know, they just yeah. do what they want to do, but DICE seems like they're one of the people who are like who are up with what people want, you know, cuz they beat Call of Duty to the old school war- warfare, which is something that
0: we've been wanting yeah since the last one which was World at War. Well, the thing about that was the the fans had to almost demand to Call of Duty that they want uh, an old kind of World War One and Two era shooter. Di- um, Dice they they put out a game every three years, every three or four years. So they had to have known about this from Battlefield Four. Yeah, like they they just they just knew that that was the natural progression of this, or they guessed it, or whatever you want to say. The thing is, is they did it without us, um, without the fans boycotting their game and demanding it, they did it. Mm-hmm. There's something about the way that DICE and, and companies that make Battlefield and those kind of games that just get it. Like, battle- the original Battlefront came out in 2015, and this one's going to come out at the end of 2017. They take the right amount of time, and that, that's an opinion that took me a long time to get with um, games, and it even goes to movies and TV shows. I don't care how long it takes to put it out. Take your time. Hmm. Just do it right. Don't be another Call of Duty where you have to pump a game out every year. And for all we know, it could be a DLC. Yeah. Take your time, do it right, and you'll get my money. Yeah, that's... the only thing that sucks about DICE is they're always EA is over them,
1: which EA just fucks everything up. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, as far as EA, After... EA does make mistakes, but it seems like as far as EA goes with DICE, everything's... Better well, because I mean, they have DICE shitty releases, releases, though. Well, yeah, but... The
1: release is always shitty, but then it recovers. Or, like, with, with Battlefront, I'm sure that was all EA that was with, behind, the, like, the paywalls and all that kind of shit. It just kinda Oh, yeah, for sure. Over. So, yeah, that sucks. But other, that... but I feel like they definitely learned from it with Battlefront too, which well, is going to be awesome.
2: What Zach's saying, though, is something that took me a long time, too. You and me talked about it, where it's like, back then, as a kid, I mean, getting a new game every year was just awesome. You know? It was, when, uh, I was new, when I was 12. Yeah, it's new, it uh, looks different, but then looking back on it, if you go back through it, they're all just DLC from a certain point in Call of Duty to where it is now. It's just a DLC. Everything else runs the same, everything else moves the same. They they do one innovation every like, yep. three years, and then mm-hmm. for three years, it's all DLC. And so I'm with you on that, too. Like At some point, you're, you're kind of like, just take your time, because yeah. Skyrim easily one of the best games that i've ever played in my entire life you know i i put like 300 hours in that game um and the next elder scrolls isn't supposed to come out for another like two or three years and it's because they're working on other projects and they're doing this and that but if they take their time on it and they make it as good as skyrim was there's another 300 hours i'm gonna be spending in an amazing game yeah i think well because they did fallout and i think they're doing another a new project as well yeah. before yeah, they're they're doing i think the other two other projects but yeah. i mean skyrim came out forever ago it was like and 2010 2011 yeah and it's still great and that's the thing is take your time you know it doesn't have to be quick because if your game is good enough it doesn't have to come out in the next year because people will still remember it you know mm-hmm. yeah like call of duty i couldn't i i remember bits and pieces the main part that i remember is playing with friends but as call of duty go i can get them all mixed up really easy mm-hmm. it's hard to skyrim tell. if i play skyrim and then the next elder scrolls is called something different i will clearly remember the two different ones yeah and when the new one comes out i'll remember how much time i
0: played in skyrim and that i love yeah, it now you're talking about bethesda and those motherfuckers know how to put a game yeah yeah Bethesda's a solid company for sure they're they
2: they do not fuck around they're one of the best at putting out a good single player game that you can really
0: dive into I put some time into Fallout 4. Yeah. Holy shit. It took me a while to get you to play Skyrim. It did, but uh, I came around like probably a year before um Fallout. So I had like a year playing Skyrim and then it was just all Fallout. Yeah, it was you and uh you and our buddy Jared or my
2: my brother Jared. He it, like I, it, I tried to tell you how good it was, and uh, you know, at first it doesn't seem like it's great, but once you get into it, it's just there's no stopping you. Mm. And that's what I'm hoping for the next Elder Scrolls. But I mean, if it takes another two years, then it takes another two years because it'll probably be worth two years of wait. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude.
1: Another game coming out pretty soon that's kind of like a bounce back, similar to Star Wars, is uh, Destiny Two. It's getting a lot of hype yeah. building up around that game because when Destiny the first one launched. I feel like I had a really shitty launch and got a really negative feedback overall, but from what I've heard they like basically fixed the game as every DLC came out and now it's like
0: actually a genuinely fun game. Like people really really love that game. I think that's another example of a company who understands and knows how to listen and adjust adjust their game accordingly to yeah. the feedback they get.
1: Yeah, so with Destiny 2, if they do if
0: they get a fresh start, I'm actually really looking forward to that game as well. It comes out in September. I'm buying it. Yeah. Uh, mainly, sure. my biggest holdup with the first Destiny was it wasn't on PC. I play PC. I don't yeah. I have an Xbox. It's just a glorified Netflix machine right now. <laughs> but so this one's coming out on PC and they have my money. Like, I'm going to play it. Yeah, for sure. The first one definitely had its faults. Like,
2: yeah. At release, because I remember looking at it and being like, oh man, you know, playing with friends and it looked like it was going to be open world and they tried to boast all this stuff and then. It came out, and there was there was no talk about the raids or the dungeons or anything like that. There was, I, it wasn't open world. You could you once you left, there was no, you know, it was just you and your buddies. And the way that
0: it all played, it just didn't didn't work for me. Well, but they it, they instant, they instanced the outside world to you or people in your party, which is where they lost it for me because. I mean, I, I always compare it to World of Warcraft because that's kind of my game. But I mean, if they could throw in like a concept of like a world boss or or just meeting people out in the world, that's kind of part of, in my opinion, an MMORPG. And they kind of advertised it as an MMORPG. And then they took out a lot of the things that, in my mind, make that type of game that. Yeah. So that's where they kind of lost me. But I'm not sure, even sure if they changed that towards the end of Destiny. I don't think they did, but I'm interested to see what they do with that in Destiny 2. I think yeah. I think you and
2: me saw the same thing in that. as The way it was advertised, it felt like it was going to be different. And yeah.
0: It was because we
2: were playing um, Defiance, which was a big open-world MMORPG. It's a great hidden gem out there. Not a lot of yeah, people know I mean, about that game. The servers are pretty... I think the servers are pretty much gone now. Yeah, But back when we were playing it, it was phenomenal. It was like you'd, you'd go into a, a world event, and there was, like, a hundred people there. And Something just, would fall from the
0: sky. It was called an arc fall. And yeah. And everybody in the world could see it. And everybody would go to this location and take out this world boss. And everybody would share the loot. And and it was just like, you'd
2: be out on a quest with friends. And all of a sudden, you'd see the alert come in. And it was just, like, it was so exciting to see that come down. And then mount up. You fly. You know, you drive into battle. And there's just a hundred people there just taking it on. And yeah. And that's what, kind of what I was hoping from Destiny. And then it just didn't. And it's the same thing with what you're saying. Like, meeting people. Because... In Defiance, if you were out in a battle or if you were just running through and then you could see a player symbol and they had started a mission, you could just go to where they were, hurry and click the start, and then you could play with, you know, if there was one person or two people or three people, you could just all of a sudden be helping them and you would both get the mission completed and you'd both get the loot. Yep, everybody would get credit. And then if they were on the same mission thing as you, they'd just be like, oh, well, I'm going here, and then you could just go right to the next mission and it's just...
0: Like It was easy to play with people, and it was fun, because there was always people <clears throat> playing, and it was and exciting. That game ha- had an in- interesting concept as well, as in, you would get weekly missions that would correlate with the TV show, Defiance. Um, I think, in my mind, that's the first of its kind, to have an active, semi-popular video game with a s- also semi-popular TV show, and just correlate the two directly. It's mm. no third company making the game... Uh, or or set, it was the same people making the game and the show, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's kind of what. Like, I
2: think we bought the game, started playing I, it, and I realized. Yeah, you bought it on then, a hunch, and then I bought it after I saw you playing, and we started watching it after we started playing.
0: Colton, did you ever play that game?
2: Yeah, I played. Yeah, he yeah. played with us. I played a
0: pretty good amount. Oh, did you? I, I
1: mean, bought, it, or I didn't buy it. It, it was free to play on PC, and I played it by myself for well, a little you, bit as well. You got it, oh, yeah,
2: because you got it on on Xbox when we were playing it, because. It was on sale or something like that, and you hopped in. You didn't play much on... Well, you played a little bit on Xbox, yeah.
1: Yeah, I played a pretty good amount with you guys. I don't remember like where I got to or anything, but... It was it was,
2: it was was really neat the way they did it, because it was new. It was, like, I had a lot of complaints with that game as well, well but it but was it's, good. And it was... I mean, it wasn't a AAA game. I mean, No. But for what it was, it was amazing. Yeah. And then, like what you were saying, the TV show. I mean, we started playing... And then I think it was like a a week later we caught up on the TV show. Yeah, we busted out like eight episodes. Yeah, and
0: it was pretty neat to see the two worlds come together. Yeah, I I feel like that was the first of its kind. I just I don't see Destiny making a TV show. I just thought that was interesting that they did that. But Destiny, um, it felt like it was so popular with a certain type of person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a very specific... It's like a mix between the people who only play first-person shooters, they were able to dip their toes into an RPG, and then, like, the people who only play RPGs could dip their toe into first-person shooters, and, and, you know, you throw in the concept of the dungeons and the raids, and that's what sells it for me, man.
1: Oh, yeah, that's going to be way
0: cool.
2: That's where I'm with you. I don't want to play Destiny as a multiplayer, you know, 8 versus 8 kind of game. That's not what I want Destiny to be, because I already have that. I have Siege, and I have Battlefield, and eventually I'm going to have Battlefront. That's where I want to do the multiplayer. What I want from this is the raids and the dungeons, because that's what Division was, and I really, really enjoyed Division. I, I like that type of game, so there's a big difference between, you know, making a game for... Raids and dungeons and that kind of stuff, or the multiplayer. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. That's what's uh,
1: exciting to me about Destiny too. I don't look at it as like a shooter. I look at it as like an RPG shooter. You know. Yeah, that's That's more about the building a character and like doing raids with friends and stuff. That's
0: you you love that grind, or you love to hate that grind of getting the better gear and yeah. Well, if it's the right game, if if it's gameplay that you enjoy, then the grind is fun. I see. I'm less of. I, I love a good story. Don't get me wrong, but when I'm playing those games like World of Warcraft and Destiny, I think um, I'm less about story and like campaign modes, and more about the multiplayer as- aspect of it. You know, getting together with 25 dudes to try and beat this.
2: Yeah, I think most are. Boss. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I just don't want it to be because I think one of the other things that kind of lost me on Destiny One is a lot of the gameplay and stuff I saw was strictly like PvP, like just. It was like a Halo. Halo. Yeah, it was just a Halo, you know, with just different weapons and a, and abilities, and that's I don't want that. You know, yeah. I've I've played Halo, I played a lot of them, I played all the Call of Duties. When I want to play a PvP, it's normally something like Battlefield and yeah. you know Siege and stuff like that. So with this game, I kind of want it to be similar to the Division, where it's just hop on with friends or hop on with randoms and just go do some raids and dungeons and this kind of stuff and rank up your gear and that. That's I put a lot of hours in the Division and I'd like. I'd like a bungee game to be like that, you know, like a Halo RPG. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I like that Destiny has the
1: multiplayer modes though. I think it's cool to just have that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. sometimes you just wanna play against other people. It's kind of yeah. a cool way to experiment with your character you've been building or something.
0: You know? Yeah. I don't I'm not exactly sure how it works though. My worry with that is in a lot of MMOs, there's like you either have to have an endless amount of free time, or you have to pick one or the other because a lot of the time I have, I know next to nothing about how Destiny does their gear or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But most competitive MMOs like that have a set of gear that you have to work towards to get on the PvP side, which gives you like PvP bonuses, like resilience, or that kind of thing that do nothing in PvE. And then there's the PvE gear that does nothing for your pvp play style so i hope destiny doesn't do that Mm -hmm. so i can play the the pvp aspect it every once in a while but if you're just like a casual dude jumping into a pvp game in an mmo with with the play style of you need a a certain set of gear to be good then you pick one and i always land on the side of the pve Mm -hmm. and i never really land on the side of the pvp i think so it all depends on how they do their gear. I think in the
2: multiplayer, I could be completely wrong, but I think in the multiplayer, is kind of just like, your gear is looks, and it might help with you know reload speed and stuff like that, but I don't think it really carries over. That would be good. Yeah. It's just like, the PvP is just, you have your character and your class and your armor, but I don't know that anything carries over. That's the one thing that For Honor got completely wrong, is yeah. the fact that you build your character for PvP, which is just the most Annoying. ass-backwards way of thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. Because, I don't have 900 hours to put in to get my guy yeah, to or, have the best stuff. Or drop, you know, extra $20 yeah. on the game every time you want to play a new character, so, or however much it costs. There needs yeah. to be a difference between building your character for PvP, and then if there is stuff for or for PvE, and then if there is stuff for PvP, it can't be overpowering. Cosmetics. like it yeah. should be cosmetics. It should be cosmetics. Or, yeah, or there needs to be yeah. regular PvP, and then there can be... Two modes, right? PvP. That's like rank 100 rank. or above, and you have to be uh, gear score 100 or above. You know, so that way, everybody who's hopping in that is going to have a gear score that's
0: high. Or there's just the regular where no one has gear score, and it's just you know it's a hard thing to balance, man. Because a lot of people yeah. like that. I mean, the guys that do have that time to get their gear to that to where they obviously stand out above the rest, they're going to argue against you. Right, but I mean that's where the bouncing comes in i mean but i say fuck them because most people who play these games are i mean the overwhelming majority are casual players and wait. so if the game wants to be successful you need to you need to listen to your majority which the majority is the casual players and i think they got that wrong
1: that's true and that's to tr- kind of transition um that's what i like about what i've heard from injustice Um, is they have the gear score thing they're incorporating that which hasn't been in a nether realms game that i remember i don't know i didn't play the first injustice but it wasn't an mkx so you have the gear and you can get different gear and build your cosmetics but it also gives you bonuses and like different alterations alterations to combos and things like that i don't
2: know if that's the right word fuck it um that game does give you the option to play with or without it though right yeah exactly that's what i was going to say
1: is that's what they're doing right you know NetherRounds knows what they're fucking doing because you can use the gear and from what i've heard it's when you get into a match you can vote to use gear against the person or not and if you choose not to then no gear but if you if you want like if you're like i love my gear build i want to fight with it you can be like let's use gear and if they agree then you do So you can choose whether or not to play that way, which is, I think, incredibly important. And that's something that For Honor needs to add. Because Mm -hmm. when you're first hopping into a game, you might be fucking great at, at For Honor or you know Injustice. You might be amazing with the combos. You have the character down, but you don't have any gear yet because you haven't been grinding or anything. Or like you're just naturally good at fighting games, but you don't have the gear built. And then your opponent has max gear, and they have a huge leg up. But if you're just like, okay, well, I'm not using gear. I don't have any. Then you can just fight and you win, based purely on skill, you know. But then having, if you're both at max gear, it's still skill. But you know, you're
0: able to make that balance. Have they released um, how getting gear is going to be?
1: It's just you fight and get you gear fight randomly, randomly, I think randomly. something like that. You just kind of grind it out. Real people or like NPCs? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like from multiplayer games. All
0: right. I don't know nothing about injustice. I've never really been a fighting game type of guy. I mean, I've mm-hmm. Tekken two was the last fighting game that I really played and liked? <laughs> I mean, that's like, we're talking late 90s. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks really cool. Like, uh, the kind of darker side of... Is it just DC? Yeah, yeah it's DC. Just DC? Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like a dark game, kind of cool. Is, is it T or M? I think The it's rating? is probably yeah. M. I, would, I don't know. I would think that they it's don't
2: have, superhero. like, fatalities or anything. That's since true, and there's probably not blood, so... Yeah. I know Mortal Kombat's always... Oh yeah, Mortal Kombat's M for sure. But, but. that's, like, the gear score, It's hard, it might be hard to balance, but you look at a game that all three of us played, and we played it a lot, and I know I keep going back to it, but The Division. I mean, they had to, you know, change things here and there to make it better, but the second you played that game, going into the Dark Zone, was in a rank. Yeah, you went into the dark zone, and you were rank. You were gear score zero to twenty. You only played against zero to twenty. And they separated you all the way up to you know one hundred to one twenty to two hundred to two twenty, and it's just, it's it's hard. But there are companies out there who have mastered it. You know, mm. it's it's it might be difficult, but just that's why they need to spend the extra time to do it, and that's why mm. injustice, I think, has a very good thing going for it in being able to do that. It's something that should be done. Is gear score is something to bring you into the game and play it more.
0: But if well, gearscore is there to reward players for planning. playing. Playing, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean that's what it's that's what it's meant for. But you still, like I said, you still have to look out for the little guy, which most of the people that are playing these games, like I said, don't have 500 hours. Yeah, to do that. So if you if you want to have that concept, great. I I love gearscore, man. It gives you something to work for. It makes the grind worth it. But separate it, and you it, it can. If you use it wrong, it can easily
2: discourage new players or yeah. players who just don't play often. That's exactly what happened in For Honor. Mm-hmm. So it's giving I don't you it. more ability to use it, not use it, but even if you're not using it, hopefully you can still acquire it. So yeah, you still acquire yeah, it. Yeah. So it's I just mean, cosmetic. Slowly you'll just build, and you know you can make your guy look awesome. You can have these things, but you're like, you know, if you're one of those people who's a purist or whatever, who's I want to fight this fighting game, but I don't want to have any of these, you know, tech builds. I just want to have a regular fight then. You should be able to do that. Yeah, I so percent agree. That's exactly how it should be done. So, injustice
1: uh, is is still rating pending, um, oh. but I'm gonna guess it's gonna be teen. I would guess T because I don't think they have any like M elements in a hero fighting game well, because that think... might attract like kids might want to play it. So I don't think they would draw those kind of crowds in. Yeah, they're targeting. are gonna audience. be careful about that, especially with you know the licensing to a comic company they're gonna be like dude don't right. make this any violent shit because there, there might be kids that want to play
0: with our heroes well i i just wonder if they got the idea from all these uh, marvel rated r movies that have done incredibly well i would wonder but you're probably yeah. right well, they're, they're probably gonna to put a t the target yeah.
2: audience is so wide with this not only a fighting game but for the comics i mean little kids love comics with the marvels nowadays and then even to the point where us you know i'm building a batman zoo mm-hmm. i'm just, you know we're all into this stuff so i mean the target audience is wide and you can't limit yourself because that one mom or dad who sees it and it says m they're gonna be like well you know i don't necessarily want to want want my kid playing a game where there's gonna be possibly swearing or blood or you know that kind of stuff so they don't want to limit Shit, themselves. when i was a
0: kid i wouldn't have even been able to play it if it was T. Oh my mom! My (laughs) mom, she would even if you were a teen. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you had to come over to my house to uh, play a lot of games. I grew up in a very, well, you know, a very religious, strict household, which I thank my mom for it, because now I'm an atheist. (laughs) (laughs) My life is a lot better. It's a big part of it. (laughs) So yeah, it it plays better to
2: do it that way. But you know, it probably do just fine with an M rating. I just don't.
0: I don't think they'll have to. Yeah, I don't think they will want to, but I don't I don't think they would have a need to because a rated M in my mind a rated M or R movie is meant to give it a more realistic feel. I can't it's yeah, so can, hard it maybe in certain situations, yeah. Maybe that's just in my head, but y- you don't need to give a fighting game like that a, of Marvel or DC superheroes fighting a super serious a super real realistic feel. like mm-hmm. fuck you yeah. really bloody thing fuck off Superman yeah because yeah. they don't really say that in the comics they don't really say that in the movies it's not really bloody so I think if they just stay true to like you know the uh, the comics the comics shit like that you wouldn't need to make it yeah that's how and, I feel too
1: really quick before we move on though I wanted to talk about because you kept mentioning The Division um, and I want to bring this up because of freaking Wildlands release is there can can somebody agree with me that there's something about fucking Ubisoft's shooter games that just fucking gets boring really quick yes I, I agree. Like It happened with The Division. The only yep. reason I was so into that game was because of the initial grind and because we were all playing together. Yep. And then Wildlands, I have like four hours in. There's something about those fucking games, dude, that I can't stand. I just see, can't but, get into that shit. Yeah, I <laughs> for you to
2: say yes and for me to say yes is kind of not fair, Mr. 120, 140 hours <laughs> in The Division.
0: Well, see, don't don't take my hours played as... Like obviously I liked it at one point, and when that game came out I was working graveyard shifts. So my weekends were spent on my computer at night to keep my sleep schedule straight with everybody that I knew asleep. But that's not, not my point also
2: is the fact that you can burn yourself out on any game. Well yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm can saying you? those games, Maybe not wow. Those games do not have the itch factor for me wildlands i can't figure out what the fuck it is well wildlands i didn't even buy well, yeah the, no the concept well, of
0: wildlands is so brilliant right? right you're a you're a you're one of you're part of an elite squad like a like a army rangers type squad that is that's dropped into a country controlled by a drug cartel and your your job and your mission is to kill some bad guys like gta style open world you can throw people out of cars and there's stealth tactics and you can upgrade your drone and, and you can find all these all these attachments to your weapons the idea of that game is brilliant but you're right i don't know what it is about that game that i i bought it and i played like an hour the like the day that i bought it and then i was kind of done yeah, fucking sixty dollars down the drain. <laughs> yeah, and you can't figure out why the fuck that game is so boring. And like thinking about it right now, I'm like, yeah, that would be really fun. Let's fucking get on and play. But I know the second that we did, I'd be like, all right, how long do it, I have to fucking play hour, this before I can say I got to get off? An
2: hour later, and you're you're done. You're done. That's how it was yeah. for me in the demo. That's why I didn't buy it. As I played maybe an hour, and unlike any other game, I checked my phone. Yeah. I never yeah. did. playing for honor, playing games I enjoy. I if I check my phone, it's to look at. You know, memes or something, but that oh. phone, that game, I was literally like, holy shit, 45 minutes? <laughs> I mean, it, that game, the grind just seemed like it started instantly, and they the mission
0: size. Well, I think, I think the whole game could be considered a grind. Yeah. I didn't play yeah. enough to really give a, a too strong of an opinion on that, but it felt to me like the entire game was a grind. The problem, there was no end game. The problem for me was the mission size um really small
2: Mm. yeah it was like i mean we played for a couple hours one time and it was literally like go here you know steal this plane and there was six people like you just we just wandered up the hill and shot six people and then we would fly it to where it needed to go and the problem also was is if you killed two of them too fast the one guy was like oh they're here and he would get in the helicopter and take off and then you have to just do it over again as opposed to the division which is this game a game that i'd still be willing to get on and play um, I wouldn't. It's just. Not me, yeah. Yeah, but you played a lot. You never really played much at all. I'm telling you, man. Ubisoft games, those shooters don't interest me. I don't know what Nobody's
0: it is. disagreeing that that The Division wasn't a great game.
2: As The Division and Wildlands go, Division was much better. Yeah, Division was a great because game. Because
0: the missions were huge, or at least long. Well, and don- it wasn't a mission. Well, it was a mission, it was like but a, it was a dungeon.
2: Yeah, exactly. So you get in with four people and you go and it, you know, set the, like, the difficulty and you always get something and they had dailies and they had this and that. And you can and
0: loosely it, have a huge healer you can loosely have kind of a tank player which really gives people like okay i'm gonna work for this stat that improves my healing and so you know what i'm saying like you could play your own games your own play style like i'm a healer i'm always a healer in all those games and so i would really work for the healer stats and that was kind of one of the things that kept the grind going for me and to, to upgrade my gear but then i don't know what it was about that game i don't know if another game came out or i don't even remember but i just stopped
2: yeah, the the division as they go, I think the division is miles ahead of where Wildlands was, just because the like the grind in division is different. Like you're actually grinding for something in Wildlands. It felt like you were doing small, stupid missions that led nowhere. But I mean, it's true. There was good stuff about Wildlands. There was one mission that you and I did, Colton, that was actually really interesting. It was like fifty people in two compounds, and we yeah. snuck in at night and we did it and that kind of shit. Is awesome. If every mission was that, oh, I
0: would have, I would have bought the game instantly. Do you think it could have been that they gave you too much freedom? Yeah, because it felt like, I mean, it was hard to maybe. distinguish the storyline missions from their side missions sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, maybe, maybe give me a little push. Like, I don't, don't hold my hand, but like, you know, tell yeah. me that I need to go do this.
1: I can see what you mean you know? for sure.
0: Uh, I don't know. That, that's I'm just shooting in the dark here. Make- I, I don't like that game, and I probably. Yeah, we'll no, I feel the same again. way, dude. I I think make
2: the make all the missions bigger or harder, and the ones that are big, maybe go bigger, and then the ones that are big, they come back. You beat this down. It was thirty minutes. You know, it took you know it took two hours. So thirty minutes later, have it come back with the same way that a uh, shadow of Mordor worked. This guy, you killed this guy, and now Someone a new drug place. lord has been promoted, and he's back in there just right just bring it back move it along like don't it just seemed limited and the missions that they gave you a lot of were just silly because that's how it would be too yeah
1: like uh, they wouldn't just be like oh we lost carlito we're fucked that's it we can't replace him man he moved drugs that's that's a rare job you know like they'd be like uh okay you get up in there, do the same shit. Like, yeah, what I, the fuck? Just... And they, that's it. You can't play Like, we played an awesome fucking mission, then it was like, all right, that's cool. Let's hope we find another one within the next six fucking
2: hours. You know? and, and, and So spread yeah, out and, and fucking boring in between. Exactly like the Division make these games or make these missions worth it. They, I mean, your guns, I didn't play enough, but I'm pretty sure this game didn't work the same as you just got your gun stuff and it was just your gun. Like, you could have change the scopes and blah, 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 but it didn't do anything for your guns the yeah. division you were able yeah. to build your gun and it did things you know this scope gave you a headshot bonus this scope gave you critical damage In that game it was just like do you want the 8 times or do you want the 4 times yeah. okay cool here's the 4 times it's a yeah. different
1: kind of game is why that is but yeah i agree with you
2: that's what it's a different kind of game interesting but they could have they could have fixed it
1: i mean yeah i feel like what keeps me interested now is competitive games cuz i really enjoyed siege and now despite of all of for honor's flaws i really enjoy for honor but, like, shittiest matchmaking I've seen in a long fucking time. It's not super balanced. Like, there's some pretty shitty stuff going on. But I have 160 hours into that game, and I still play it pretty frequently. I need a game that's a break. Or, like, Battlegrounds, simplest fucking concept ever. And in one night, in one fucking night, I put in more hours than I have in Wildlands for since it came out, you know? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. just competitive games that it's like,
0: oh, we did shitty that time, but let's play again. Let's see how far we get. Well, and the multiplayer aspect, and I'm not talking about co-op, I'm talking about multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Like, versus. That's a big, that's a big deal, man. Nowadays, if your game doesn't have some kind of competitive multiplayer mode, it, it's dead. Yeah. You, with yeah, the exception of your Fallouts and your Skyrims. Your, yeah. But I mean, yeah. when it comes to shooters, it feels like, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here, but, because there's always exceptions, but it feels like new games that don't have a multiplayer, a strong multiplayer, die
2: fast that's something that they should have pulled from the division because the thing is is they're the same company you know it's ubisoft to ubisoft different development teams different this and that but the division did this well in the dark zones it was always you know no matter what time you were playing no matter what your gear score was the dark zones were intense you'd be walking around just looking for someone that was going to start attacking you and then the enemies that were in there were super hard and that gave you a reason to play the story missions play the story missions get a better gun, go into the dark zones, and try and kill someone. It just made it that back and forth where you got to play the game to get into the multiplayer, and then you just keep going back and forth, back and forth, and that's something that if they had done a dark zone in Wildlands, gave you the option to build your guns with gear stats, all of a sudden the grind isn't a slow and boring grind. All of a sudden it becomes, let's go take down this this huge mansion over here with drug lords and let's see what we get because then we can go to the dark zone but no right,
0: Zach, fine multiplayer after we do this we'll play some the, we'll play division
2: i would i i would <laughs> i still enjoy that game i didn't play it enough and i feel like it was because something else came out that we started playing
0: or you know so i was thinking the other day like we've been friends for 12 years and we don't play the same fucking games most of the time. Well, well yeah. okay, of course we do, but for the most part, we each have a game that we play, and the other two don't play it. I play World of Warcraft. You play Frontier. I know you guys play Frontier a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, like for as close, close it, as we to. are, <laughs> for as close as we are, we don't play games together a whole lot. Well, that's I, true. we, we mean, would think it would be a lot more. We enjoy
2: playing games together, but that's just our difference of personality. But then it's also a testament to. I know you always say um, the thing that kept us together when when we were young was games. And that's true. We did play a lot of Call of Duty, you yeah. and I, together. But it's a testament to the fact that it wasn't just the video games that kept us together, you know? Of course not. But so, I mean, I mean, we did yeah, play a lot of true. games and this and that. But back then, we had a lot simpler tastes. It was, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, yeah. Halo, Halo, Call of Duty. And so, but as we move on, I mean, we still agree on a lot of games. But a lot of the games that we put a lot of hours into... Are Skyrim and and Fallout. I mean stuff like that that you don't play with friends. And then That's true. The, the obvious Wow. And you know me and Colton play a lot of For Honor. He plays more than me because he streams it, but I still enjoy that game a lot. But it and then it also is kind of a the sad truth of um, the games that are coming out. Yeah. Like if Battle if Battlefront comes out and it's amazing, Battlefront two all three of us are playing that. For sure. And if yeah. Destiny 2 comes out and that's amazing, all three of us are playing that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 also just the problem with the games because we all thought we'd play Wildlands together. I didn't buy it. You guys didn't enjoy it. Yeah. We all thought that we'd play For Honor together. We enjoyed it. You didn't. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of it has to do with the games that are coming out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's our mindsets because, like,
1: Zach, you really enjoy, like, the grind. That's why you play WoW a lot. Like, yeah. as much as you hate it, you also love it yeah and i fucking hate it like (laughs) don't make me grind that's fucking cheap it's just a way to increase hours go fuck yourself but if you give me a game that's hard as fuck and competitive as shit i will fucking throw my controller and then pick it up and keep playing because i want (laughs) to get better i love hating myself because i need to get better you know like I, i need to have competitiveness and that's why i've stuck to for honor and like rainbow six was so much fun and dark souls Keeps me interested for the most part because it's hard. And then, like, I don't know. I just feel like I have that need to, like, keep grinding, not necessarily, like, to get gear, but just to get
2: better at a game. Like, we all have our own
1: different thing that we enjoy in video games. I think
2: I don't enjoy. I've never played WoW. And there's a reason. It's not because I don't think I'd enjoy it. It's actually the opposite. It's because I think I'd like it too much. I don't want to have to pay the $15 a month. I don't want to. Drain my life into it, but I agree with Zach. I enjoy the grind. Like in the division when we played, I enjoyed that mission after mission after mission, just grinding. We would we
0: would do a mission and then we would get out and we'd be like, I didn't get the piece of gear that I wanted. Let's uh, do it again. Yeah, they didn't have any lockouts on that game. Yeah, I I enjoy the the grind. I
2: enjoyed it in a lot of games. I mean, you can look at it and say even Skyrim and those kind of games have a grind. But I mean. Well, I think it's different, though. Because, like, in WoW, you're grinding and you're going through quests that mean nothing
1: to get to another quest that means nothing until you can get to the end game to do something cool. Skyrim is always fucking
2: cool. Maybe it's a grind, but you're always doing cool shit. It's fucking Skyrim. But I think. I mean, that's what we're all hoping with Destiny, though. I mean, that's going to be a game that has grind. But hopefully, it's a good game that has grind, you know. Something that's interesting and fun to play and that kind of stuff. As long as
1: you have friends and, like, the mechanics are good, and then.
2: Like with Destiny,
1: it looks like there's going to be cool stuff, to like in between. Right. Then I'm interested
0: enough. Well, and I think the 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 thing about these new video games, I feel like it's it's easy to make a game. It's easy to make a second game. Like everybody knows that the Call of Duties, even though we don't like it, it's gonna make a billion fucking dollars. Right. So it's easy to make those games. I feel like the new games, like Wildlands and. For honor even though that's a successful game but i just mean like well the player base died off really quick. yeah and that's why i brought it up and i put it in this list of new games that that aren't that i wouldn't consider to be a success when like destiny the first one was a standalone game it was a new game but the second one's not going to be and that's why they they're gonna get me to play it because the first one was successful I trust them to fix the the things that they do wrong because they did it with the first one. I think a a new game like this has to build the trust with with the community in order for it to be a success. so I feel like I mean everybody loves an origin story, but I feel like when it comes to video games, the second one's always better yeah unless it's I a can s- agree kind it's a story
2: if it's a story based game I would say I disagree, but there's not many of those like mass effect I bet. Everyone never everyone it. who's played it would say the first one was better, but it's because it's story based yeah maybe but if it's, yeah, if I'm it's not that, really yeah like into if, that. I bet if they made a division two, it'd probably be leagues ahead of where division one was because you know the first one is kind of just they put it out there and then it's a test, and then if they have the money to put it in, they can change and fix a lot of things and so I'd agree as long as it's not like a huge story based game, the second one probably does
0: get a lot better mm-hmm. yeah, generally, all right man, well. That was a lot
2: of video games.
1: Was a lot of video games. Yeah, we gets can... me gets my fucking dick hard, bro. <laughs> I was talking about it for a l- long time. We could
0: probably go for another two or three hours on video yeah, games. Yeah, but we're not Joe Rogan, so
1: <laughs>
0: we'll uh, we'll end it there. All right, guys. Um, if you want to send us an email, let us know what you think. Um, send it to I'm with the Out at gmail dot com. We're on YouTube. There's no out- at. There's on no at yet. We're it's just on. the Outcrowd podcast on you. Twitter? Twitter. Send some tweets. Let us know what you think. Just remember, our opinions don't matter. So why the fuck should yours? See you guys. Bye. So long.